Hello everyone and welcome back to the True North Racing Podcast. I'm your host John Morrison. This week on the podcast we have Morgan Robson Jr. joining us. We're going to talk to him about his uh, transition from driver to crew chief and owner and uh, how he got to racing and what his plans are for 2021. So as always guys, uh, and we're going to talk about a little bit about the Daytona 500 here. So right after we listen to our ad read, uh, to our general media ad read, we're going to jump right in and talk a little bit about the Daytona 500. So sit back, relax, and let's go racing, guys. All right, everyone, just before we jump into this week's episode, I want to talk to you about our presenting sponsor, Jumbo Media Promotions. Jumbo Media provides race-ready promotions to bring you and your team to the next level. We provide weekly updates as well as providing off-season, mid-season, end-of-year write-ups for your team. On top of the write-ups, we have photo and video opportunities as well. For more information, contact us at jomopromos at gmail.com. That's J-O-M-O-Promos at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and follow us at Media. Alright guys, just before we jump into our episode this week with Morgan Robson Jr., I want to talk a little bit about the Daytona 500. Guys, race season is back. That's right, race season's back, you guys. Uh, I hope you guys are excited. Uh, NASCAR started this back uh, this past weekend um, with the, the with the 500. Um, I was able to sit down and watch it. Uh, thankfully, man. Uh, besides the sometimes with them uh, running single file there for your, um, for sometimes there's a there's a lot of good racing, a lot of uh, good passing, and man, what a wild finish. Glad to see everyone's okay. Um, man, Brad K took a hard hit. Kyle Busch took a harder hit. Um, I'm glad to see them guys get out of the car. As much as I don't like them as racers, you got to respect them for what they do. And congratulations to Michael McDowell um, on winning the 500. Um, with the 500 in, in, in the rearview mirror now, we are only, depending on where you are, we're only months away in Canada here in Ontario. We are months away. We are three months away from racing. Um, I know that seems like a far, a long, a long way away, but guys, that's right around the corner. Um, I'm proud to announce that I'll be back, going back with the Canadian Vintage Modifieds, um, being and helping them out on their side. Um, hopefully, get to announce a, a schedule here soon for what our what our season is going to look like with uh, at Flamborough Speedway. So that'll be fun, um, man. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to a lot of the racing this summer. Um, we got some great action happening at Flambro. Uh, gonna go up to Varney likely. Um, would love to hit Delaware if Delaware's operating. Sunset, same thing. Would love to hit up the Pinties race if they're allowing fans. Um, there's a few tracks I want to get to this summer. Um, let's hope. Hopefully, we can. Um, yeah, guys, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying this off season. I'm getting, I'm gearing up for a solid, uh, 2021 season myself. Uh, we have Ryan Houston, um, and Ohana acres racing and Mark, Mark McDonald as well joining us for this year. We also have Chris Pendleberry, um, jumping on with us this year. So, uh, hopefully we're going to have some, uh, some fun. We're going to have, uh, uh, some pictures and videos and some interviews lined up with them soon uh, for when they're at track and whatnot. Um, I'm excited for the year. I'm excited to get back to the track again. I'm excited to get to somewhat a little bit of normalcy in our lives. 
Um, yeah. So guys, uh, but yeah, that 500, eh? That was, uh, that was a good race. A lot of great passing. Uh, hate to, hated to see some of those racks though. Um, other than that guys, uh, I think we're going to jump right into our episode here. So guys, uh, we got Morgan Robson Jr. with us. So, uh, yeah, guys, hope you guys enjoy. All right, everyone, this week on the True North Racing Podcast, we have Morgan Robson. Morgan, how are you? Good, yourself? Not too bad, thank you. Um, before we get going here, let's. Uh, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Well, um, I, um, I'm an ex-race car driver. Um, I raced for seven years up uh, between Sunset Speedway and Solvo Speedway, and um I was uh, the first uh, handicap wheelchair racer to race Sunset and Sauble um, in Ontario and asphalt racing because I know there was one when I started in dirt. Um, and yeah, now I'm in 2021, took the rollover as a, as a car owner and crew chief. Nice. Um, so let's kind of roll with that. Um, uh, so you, you're, you're uh, in a wheelchair, correct? Yep. Um, so, uh, this is going to be a question for myself. I'm totally curious is uh, how, how are you able to handle the car? Well, are you able to I, drive it? In 2013, I was lucky enough to, there was a promoter at sunset. Um, and I don't remember his name now. It's been quite a bit, few years now. Um, he actually got me hooked up with um, a hand control company in Cambridge. And I don't think they're no longer existing anymore. Uh, but they hooked me up with one of the best hand controls they would provide for a streetcar. And it was basically like a boat lever. It was bolted to the ground and it basically looked like a boat lever on the side of a boat. Yeah. Pull back for gas. You push forward for brakes. So, okay. That's pretty cool. I, I didn't know that. So like, it's, it's, uh, that's a huge learning for me there. I wasn't sure how that happened. Um, so anyways, how did you end up getting started in racing? Um, well, it goes back. Um, my dad raced back when I was a kid and even before I was born, my dad raced. Um, and I was, I've been with around the Watson group for, um, as long as I was a born Tim Watson and Glenn Watson and, and Brandon Watson and all those, um, they're like family to me. So I've, they've kind of, you know, uh, tagged me along in a, in special events and just, um, just to have a good old time. And. Uh, in 2013, I just said, "Hey, you know, I want to, I want to at least try attempt to, to, uh, to race a car." And stuff kind of just went together like a puzzle, and I went racing. Nice. Um, so you've you've been racing for the last seven years or so. How has that gone for you? Ah, uh, it started off um, a learning year in 2013, and it kind of as the years went on, it kind of just went better and better and better, and. Um, the last two years, uh, 2019 and obviously with 2020 with COVID stuff like that kind of wasn't really the greatest, but, um, all in all, I think, um, I had a good career. So I, I ended off with a, with, with a good, um, you know, two events up at Varney for 2020. So it kind of, uh, you know, I could say I accomplished a lot of things in my racing career. Yeah, for sure. Um, out of the tracks that you have mentioned that you've raced at, where was the best one you've raced at? Um, I'm going to say Sauble and I think Sauble and Sunset were probably my one, two picks. 
Yeah. Um, I just, I like, I've, you know, I love Solvo. It's tight, it's short, and uh, it's, you're, you're up on the wheel at that racetrack, so. Yeah. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, because I feel like it, I, I feel like this is the same thing. Um, didn't you yourself have a uh, driver promotional uh, side company a little while ago? Yeah, I did. Um, I started that and, oh God, um, I think in 18. Yeah. Uh, the beginning of 18 and um, me and a buddy did it and uh, we kind of just came to a conclusion. It was just, it was getting, well, I came to a conclusion. He was just my cameraman at, in interviews and stuff like that. And yeah, it was just, it was getting hard on me just being a, you know, a single person doing the write-ups and doing the videos. And it was just, um, you know, I just took a step back and just said, you know, I'll take a couple of years off and maybe, you know, if I can get, you know, one or two people underneath my wing or, you know, join, um, you know, join another promoting company and, you know, help them out with, you know, and doing interviews and, and, and stuff like that, you know, I'm, I'm open for that, but yeah. Okay. How did you like doing that? Cause I'm kind of trying to do the same thing here. Yep. Um, just to kind of help out uh, some other friend, like I, I was, I've talked about it for a while that I kind of wanted to do it. Cause I do like writing. I do like doing stuff like that. Um, how did you like it? It was, it, I actually enjoyed it. Um, you know, just to take the time, you know, in the evenings and especially with work, you come home from work and, you know, say a Thursday night, you know, you, you sit down and you have, you know, your, uh, your different drivers sending, you know, questions out and, you know, you, I sent questions and they answered them back and, just kind of, it was like a stress relief for me, uh, kind of, it, you know, kind of relaxed me. And, um, and, you know, you, you got to know different drivers and, you know, there were some drivers that I was basically, I was good friends with and it was just, you know, you get to know their team and, you know, you get to hang out with them. It's, it's, it's a great atmosphere. Yeah. I've, I've, like I said, I've started doing this. So like, it's, uh, I'm still just trying to get my feet wet. I'm still trying to understand how to do it, but I got I got a couple of drivers that I that uh, that have that I've been working with and I can't thank them enough for help or for joining us, and it's tough still. Like I'm still trying to do my own thing. Like I I'm doing this podcast where I'm like uh, uh, everyone's like hey like can I come on? It's like yeah absolutely, and it, even this takes a lot out of me and and I almost seem like this is the way to go nowadays where you do need to have podcasts because it helps reach new demographics because everyone's got a podcast now yeah absolutely and i see that you started your own yeah just for for giggles and laughs and, and you know <laughs> like with covid and stuff like that kind of just brings you know um uh, just bring some life in the people and just uh, get on and just do you know half an hour to an hour or so and just you know talk about random stuff so yeah uh i haven't been able to get a get a chance to listen to your first little i think you have a, a little clip out do you yeah, yeah, I okay. have a little. Clip I haven't been able to listen to it yet, but I, I swear after this, I'm gonna have to listen to it for, uh, listen to it, um, because it may be one of my new. So what is it called? What is it called so that people can find it? Um, on spot, I think it's on all of them. I think it's Morgan Option Racing. I just basically my race team as yep. uh, my podcast. So I think on Spotify and and all that, I think it's still Morgan Option Racing. Yeah uh kind of curious who did you go through to kind of help distribute it um are you doing it yourself i just i have a friend um that um i've met over social media he's a good friend of mine he um you know he goes to the same 
um, workout substitute uh, plays with me and, and I've always watched his, you know, he's done podcasts and, and, you know, um, live videos and just, um, he got kind of goes through the same lifestyle as me, you know, he fights depression and, and stuff like that. So, you know, that it kind of helps him, you know, get out and just kind of just basically relax. And I just said, you know, you know, let's, let's have some fun and, you know, what's the worst, you know, what's the worst is going to happen? You know, no one's going to like him. No one's going to, you know, watch them and, and listen to him, you know, but yeah, uh, it's just, I just, you know, try something new in life. Yeah, for sure. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, I never thought I'd be at, uh, let's see, I think uh, 14 episodes now. I'm 14 yeah. episodes deep. I never thought I would, I never thought this would keep continuing to be honest with you. So like the, the, just keep pushing, keep grinding. Um, man and, and you'll get there like i'm still starting i'm still low but i'm hoping one day this is being heard across the country yeah exactly i'm hoping to get drivers from bc uh nova scotia stuff like that like i'm hoping one day they'll listen like hey man can i come on the show but like yeah for sure like yeah uh i got big i got big some big hopes and dreams for this show alone so um i guess i wish you all the best with that with with your podcast and i'll definitely be listening in uh quite often yeah absolutely that'd be uh, much appreciated um so you spoke briefly there about you making a couple starts here in 2020 uh because yep. of covid um how did the p- pandemic really affect your your season um it affected it big because i was kind of hoping to, to end my racing career you know doing a full season at sunset and and uh kind of just you know having fun for the last time and racing at least full time yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, at least we, we got it a couple of times. So it's, it, it kind of wasn't a full disappointment, but it was, at least we were able to, you know, see, you know, my father and, and the rest of the, the group, you know, able to see the car on the racetrack with, with the hard work we did over the winter. So, yeah. And you said you raced a couple of times up at Varney, correct? Yep. Correct. How, how did those turn out for you? Ah. Uh, I got my own opinions about that and I will, you know, keep that to that, but, um, they weren't horrible. Um, you know, we raced, um, I think we did back to back weekends. Um, we did one weekend, uh, kind of just went up and just, you know, we just threw a setup in it and says, well, you know, this is the first time let's just go up and shake it down. And, and cause there was an event, um, I think it was a Dave Memorial, Dave Wilson Memorial yep. event that, I had circled because I've raced against Wilson's up at Sauble and stuff like that. So I was going to support that event and kind of went, I went, okay, we'll just go up two nights, just randomly shake the car down, you know, get a, get a kind of a basic setup for that event. And, you know, we, the second time we went up first, first feature or the second feature um, coming to the green. I got, I got, there was a racing incident. Um, that kind of ended that and it just tore up a lot of, a lot of parts on the car and being a budget, low budget race team, you know, it just, we just said, you know, it's not worth fixing for one event. So, yeah. Uh, so kind of going with that then is, uh, I've seen some of the work you guys have been putting into the car for the off season. How's that been going so far? Um, it's, uh, right now it's, it's stress stress-free right now we the car's off getting sandblasted and painted so we kind of we're just um soaking it all in you know just taking our time and you know uh we just spent the last three weeks reorganizing and cleaning the shop and 
my father, he's done a lot of, since we got the car back from um, Phil Bolin, Josh Bolin, Brandon Bolin, they reclipped it for us and lightened it up. Um, you know, we, my dad, dad basically went on a, a welding spear and just did a lot of new, new brackets and new body brackets and it's, uh, it's hopefully it's going to be a good looking car when it's all complete and done. Oh, I'm sure it will be. Cause I've, I've noticed the, the packs, the past couple of years there, you've had some, uh, really sporty looking race cars. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> They're, uh, both of them have been, uh, Brandon Watson throwbacks, haven't they? Uh, yeah, both, uh, with the new car, the, the, the white car with the, um, I think it was rad numbers on it. I don't even remember now. Oh, yellow numbers. Yeah, yellow. All with the pictures here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was Brandon Watson's, I believe, his 2017 uh, Pro Late Model Series championship car. Yep. And then last year's was his when he raced uh, late models when he first came in the racing. So. Yeah. Um. So you 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 said you've been working on the car for the off season for 2021, but you've also been transitioning from a driver to an owner. How's that been? Have you still felt the urge to kind of want to still get back in the car or are you happy with stepping out and getting some fresh blood into the, into the mini stocks? We were actually talking about this on my podcast last night. Um, you know, um, it's going to be different. I, I'm going to say that the least um, you're always going to have the itch to, especially when you've, you've raced for so long and, and, you know, you're, you finally just jump out and you go, you know, bring someone else new into the racing community. And, um, you know, it's I'm always going to have the itch. I do have a second car. So who knows, maybe in the, you know, in the fall time when the big events come out, if the car is built, um, I'll jump back in it. But um, right now it's just um, learning the new driver and just getting the thing set up and hopefully it goes. Yeah. Uh, so kind of <clears> – <throat> so – who is your new driver? Um, it's actually my girlfriend, uh, Madison uh, Team Camp. Um, so she, uh, uh, last year, well, I want to go all the way back, 2019, um, I was supposed to have one of my crew members um, drive for me, but uh, he came late, uh, end of 2019, and they were expecting a baby. So it was kind of, he said, you know, I kind of can't race in 2020. So I was kind of upset going, you know, man, I was hoping 2019 was my last year. And so that was yeah. the reason I came back in 2020. And then, you know, me and the girlfriend were talking through the beginning of 2020 and to the end of the year and said, you know, she was like, you know, I, I want to give it a try and, and go have fun. And so it's like, right, sweet. I can hang up the helmet and, and be car owner and, and crew chief. So. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Oh, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so what kind of expectations do you have for 2021 with a rookie driver? Just to finish each race. I, yeah. I don't, and I, so I told her and um, I go back to what Tim Watson has said to me. And my dad said to me, just go out and do the laps. Who cares where you finish? It, it, just finish 10 laps, you know, 25 laps, whatever the laps are, just finish them and bring them on into the pits. Yeah. Uh, so you guys are going to be racing out of sunset speedway i'm assuming yep yeah for okay. this year. uh what are your so competing and finishing races do you guys have any uh major goals or even small goals that you guys have for 2021 that would make your year a successful one um well we're hoping to go for rookie of the year that's the biggest thing um 
you know, just uh, just to go out and, and, you know, obviously contend for rookie of the year, uh, contend for best appearing car because uh, the design that we, um, a good friend of ours, um, Carly Willman and her boyfriend made for us. It's going to be a sweet looking ride for 2021. Um, I'm honestly kind of jealous of, of the design this year. So um, hopefully, um, you know, maybe mid-February or so, uh, we will post the whole uh, image of the car on, on our social media. So, um, but yeah, just to go for best appearing, um, rookie of the year and just complete every night and just, you know, have fun. Yeah. I was going to say, I did see uh, on your Instagram, I believe there, you posted a little snippet of your, of what the 2021 scheme was going to look like. Yeah. And it's, I had to laugh a little bit cause it almost reminded me of, uh, another, um, from what you had posted, it actually reminded me of one that I recently did for a buddy of mine, for someone that I crewed with, with the purple and black. And I'm like, no, like that's already too similar as it is. Yeah. With the, with the way the purple and the black was going, but I'm like, you know what? I guarantee you, I already know how that, how the back end looks. It's, it is going to look good. I can tell you that already. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, I, I guess I laughed a little bit. I'm like, is, was that mine? <laughs> I had to, I had to double check. Cause I'm like, wait, was that something that I did? Um, so no, I, I, I think it will turn out good. I can't wait to see what, uh, um, what it what it'll uh turn out to be like um uh, so kind of uh you said you only you've only been to varney the two times then in 2020 correct yeah, correct yeah what kind of i've asked this a few people now because uh i i noticed that going to three and four coming out of four that wall kind of comes creeps up on you pretty darn quick Oh yes, it does. <laughs> and I was gonna say, I'm like being a first timer there. I can see that being scary because of almost how high you come into three to how low you exit out of four, just so you don't really touch the wall. That's got to be pretty scary, no matter what car you're in. Yeah, um, um, yeah. That's uh, any racetrack, honestly. I've I've compared Varney with Sunset because Sunset the same way um, and then Old Barry Speedway track was the same way it was I swear all all the tracks were built the identical same way off of turn four is but Varney's more more scarier because their walls are higher and it's just you get you create a lot of speed yeah so yeah for sure I've I've uh uh I've seen Kyle well, I didn't see it I heard it Kyle Steckley lost a tire or something and he went into the outside wall coming out of four in a, in a junior, uh, in the G, uh, junior late model. And you thought a dang bomb went off. Yeah. Like it's just a little J car. Like those things don't go that fast. Oh no. And he hit that wall a ton. We all ran over there. Cause I'm like, that's gotta be some serious uh, wreckage, but yeah. it, it it didn't look too too bad from what we could see but you heard it and i could just imagine the the feeling of of nosing out of that would would not just not be uh pleasant no not at all i've i've had too many walls and it's it, it stung so yeah i i luckily i've never been I've, I've well not luckily i've always wanted to race but i never got a chance to um but i've driven i, I did a, a kids ride night one night and even that feeling alone was just 
incredible for me to even be on a track on behind a car. So, uh, I, I wish I could understand that feeling of coming out of, out of turn four and just having a wall just kind of come at you. Like, yeah, exactly. Especially if you have a loud car and you know, your the exhaust is out the, at the passenger side door, it gets very yeah. loud in the, as well. So, Oh, I can only imagine, uh, I like, uh, my buddy said he can never hear me some of the times when I was spotting for him and <laughs> with the exhaust going out the right side. So I, I, that, I think that play, probably played a part into it now looking back at it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you, you've raced at Varney, you raced at sunset Sobel. What's it like going to the beach? It's, it's fun. Um, um, like I said before, you know, um Sobel is my main track you know I I if I could run there every week I would um you know it was just a it was a fun everybody there was respectful you know it was uh there wasn't you know there was all you if you spot if you got into somebody you know they're not coming down and they're bringing their crew with them and they're screaming and yelling at you you know they're driver the driver and you know you talk it out or you, you apologize or they apologize and just everybody at that time uh, up at Salvo was just great. And it was just, you know, the corners were, it was flat. Um, and I've heard before I went up, a lot of people are saying, you know, Salvo's got the slight banking and, and I never noticed the banking. Salvo was flat to me. And yeah, and, um, actually with Salvo, the turn two outside wall down the back straightaway comes out real quick. So, oh, does uh, it? Yeah. Cause there's, uh, middle of turn one and two there's a bump in the middle of the racetrack if you hit that it sends you up towards the wall and it it, it can you can climb those walls it doesn't hurt as bad because you just it's a highway barrier so you just go up and then yeah. you just press them back down so <laughs> <laughs> well uh, i can yeah that that wouldn't be too fun going up and down that i've i've been uh i've almost uh had a car come face uh right at me when i was standing in the pits one time because of that at uh Flambro, uh there's a Volkswagen rabbit and the uh the car went up the wall, sat on top of the wall, rode uh rode the uh rode the top of the barrier, and like if that thing jumped the jumped the rest of it, I was I was done for. Like I was standing right in its way. Where yeah. where I was in nothing I couldn't move anywhere into my fr- the people I was with were not moving. I was in <laughs> I was in front of a, a pickup truck at the time, which wasn't a, the smartest idea if i knew where it was really going i would have ducked underneath the truck and just kind of gotten it back as far as i could but yeah. that that's the closest thing i've ever seen to someone really getting on top of a wall yep and like then he like made the corner he went like halfway around the corner dropped back down and continued on his way as if nothing happened wow so <laughs> the, the weirdest thing i ever seen at a track like that was one of the weird like i've seen cars go upside down i've seen um bone stock at, at sunset or at varney flip up on its lid but still that mini stock the 37 rabbit car it looked like a reese's buttercup car kind of style yeah and the way that thing just went up went around went back down i was like that's that's weird i've never seen anything like that before that's <laughs> one wild ride yeah it is yeah i've had my experience up in solvo i've climbed I think twice up at Sauble, once down the back straightaway, and then once um, my throttle stuck up, but um, going down the back straightaway up in the turn four. So I uh, 
I climbed the wall. My dad said he seen the hole underneath of the car. So I got some pretty good air on that th- that night. So those are never fun though. Like oh no, I thought that night um because when I looked and I seen the I looked at the window that and I seen that the racetrack right there and I'm going yep this is not gonna end pretty. <laughs> but luckily no. not for some reason my something caught the wall and it brought me back down on all fours. So hey. That that's all you can ever ask for, right? As long as you come back down, shiny side up. Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, so kind of we're kind of going about with wrecks here. What has been your hardest wreck? Um, that's a tough one. Um, I'm gonna say probably sunset. Sauble was a close first. Um, but I think sunset was. Um, I was at the back. I started at the back of the feature. And this was when we had Sunset had, oh, I'm going to say probably 20, 26 to 30 cars one night. And I just had a horrible qualifying night. So I started at the back and, and just, you know, I just said to the team, I said, I'm just going to ride it out and just, you know, pick a car by car and wherever we end, hopefully we don't get into a wreck. And there was some at the, one of the restarts, it was one of the top two cars, checked the whole, the one outside lane up. And my car, it took a few, probably it took half a straightaway to get up to speed because it was an automatic. Yeah. Um, and so I started way back in time. I got to the corner, the outside lane was checking up and I drove right underneath someone. I was probably already probably hitting five, six grand already. So that was going, it was motoring. Yeah. And I pushed everything from the rat. I literally... To sum it up, my rad was huge shape after I was done. Um, yeah, that night, the steering shaft, um, before uh, they made the rule that you have to have a collapsible steering shaft, we just had a solid shaft. It, it bent the shaft, and it, the way I sat in my seat, the steering wheel jammed my leg into my seat, and I swore I broke my leg that day. And um but uh, luckily enough, the guy that I hit, he came over. He was all concerned, and and we found out he actually had um, four by four uh, metal beams, two of them as a back bumper. So it, uh, yeah, it tore up the car pretty good. So. Yeah. Wow, that's that's unreal. I, at least you're okay. At least like, you're. Yeah, sub- we had a show actually that Friday, the the Friday following that wreck. And um, I was at the hospital at the point and my dad brought it home, him. And I think probably half the pets that knew me helped my dad load the car. Cause they were trying to figure out how to load it. And so they got it loaded, he brought it home and he started, you know, he called his buddy at like, I think it was like 10 o'clock at night. And cause he was racing at the point, but he was gone to the cottage for the weekend. And my dad called him up and says, Hey dude, do you got a spare rad? Do you got this? Do you got this? Cause you know, we just, we got into a massive wreck and we have a show that the car has got to be to on Friday. So it was, it was a long week to get that thing fixed, but. Oh, I can imagine. But you got it fixed and got to the show, right? Yeah. Got it to the show. And uh, I told the guys that were running the show, I said, the car don't look pretty, but it said it's here. So (laughs) Hey, you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. Kind of, I kind of want to touch on that a little bit. Um, 
how often do you end up taking your cars to shows? Um, that year, I think we took it, I think the four different shows. Um, that year, I think I did two shows at my high school at the time. And then I did a show for two shows for a spot, two different sponsors at that time. Um, it kind of all depends, you know, uh, if sponsors, you know, do a display, you know, if downtown Barry has, you know, a thing going on or whatever, and, you know, one of my sponsors are going to it and they say, Hey, you know, bring your car down and, you know, come a couple, it's a Saturday, but come for the morning and then, you know, head off to the racetrack that night in the afternoon. But it, uh, it all depends on the sponsors. I think mainly. Yeah. Do you feel like they're tailing off from bringing a car to their events nowadays? Yes and no. Um, I don't want, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, I like bringing the cars cause you know, I'm, I'm a type of person. Yeah, I know I'm, a, I'm still young, but um, you know, I just love seeing uh, the, the kids, you know, come run into a race car and mm-hmm. uh, you know, want to jump in the car and, and, you know, sit there and take a picture of it. And, and, you know, even especially being with hand controls in it, you know, a lot of people, um, they don't actually know that, you know, I race it and, and um, people ask my parents, oh, like, who drives this car and stuff like that. And my parents would go on my son here, you know, he's wheelchair and he drives it. And um, I had a lot of remarks, you know, with people asking, you know, how I drive it and well, stuff like that. And, um, you know, I hopefully, um, you know, people do more car events. Um, I know my buddy, um, he had an old, oh, I'm going to say an 80. 86 or 89 Nova. Um, and he done it up as a street car and he used to take it down to Burger King on Wednesday nights and down by the lake. And he used to take me along with the car and we used to sit them side by side. And it was, I'm hoping we can get back to that, but with this COVID stuff going on, it's kind of hard to do that, but hopefully we can get back to doing display in the car. Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. The only reason I asked that is because I feel like, year after year now it seems like a lot of drivers are doing less and less car shows yeah and and because more and more work has to be done on the car each week and it just seems like no one's able to win anymore nowadays with because to me like i'd rather have cars i i i want to be in the shop working on the cars but i also want to have a car out at the out at stores and out at my sponsors because they're the ones that are putting up the bill for it. Yep. And I just feel like it. it's, we've kind of gone away from really promoting our sponsors the way we should. I don't know how well, you feel, uh, how you feel about that, but that's how I've been feeling for a little while here. Well, and I agree, you know, we try to, especially for, you know, the mini stock division, you know, it's, it's hard to get big name sponsors. And, and so even with, you know, I got, two basically family members. Well, I have one that owns a roofing company and, you know, they just fly the sheet metal and stuff like that for us. And, and, you know, they don't, they don't fork out money for us, but they're kind of in the long run, they're kind of, you know, losing money because, you know, they're just giving away free, free metal. So, you know, just to, you know, advertise them. And that's why, you know, a lot of people see what I post on stuff during the summer and stuff like that, you know, I always add on, you know, I want to thank my sponsors because even if I don't make it to a show or whatever, at least I'm still, you know, recognizing my sponsors and making sure that, you know, um, they get recognized and they get business out of it. So a hundred percent. Yeah. Like I said, it's just something that I've, I've noticed for the past little bit. Cause like you don't hear about it much anymore. And 
I would love to get to a point where, you know, when Canadian Tire has their car shows on again, they're, uh, uh, I'm down by uh, Orangeville area. Um, so we have a big parking lot at our Canadian Tire. And on Wednesdays, they would section off an area and they would uh, typically have a car show, I think, every Wednesday or every other Wednesday. And I think those would be good idea, good things to bring bring your uh, cars to. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it does it too. Yeah. Uh, we had a car show uh, recently, the past couple of years here down here. And uh, I- I'm proud to say that Jordan House, uh, who doesn't live too far from me, uh, I believe he uh, he brought his his pro late or his or the super late, one of the two that he was running. He brought it to a car show that was happening in town, and everyone else who was coming was all, you know, all these little tuner cars. So yes. it's kind of cool to have him represent the racers by bringing his car. And and we need more of that. We know we don't need to have. We need to like almost like make bringing your race car back out to public events. Yeah, a normal exactly. thing again. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, I think I, I'm pretty much all done here. Uh, do you have any sponsors or special thanks you want to throw out there today? Well, for now, you know, we're still waiting for some sponsors to to get back to us. But um, you know, I want to thank Midhurst Roofing, uh, Berry Frame and Alignment, and uh, Protec uh, Sandblasting and and Painting. Uh, that's the ones we have right now so far. So, and just, you know, um, my dad, he doesn't get enough thanks and, and special thanks enough. Um, you know, he, he busts his, his tail off every day. And, and even during the summer, he, he, you know, he's always in there wrenching on the car and, and stuff like that. So I can't thank him enough, you know, basically a lot of people behind the scenes that, you know, might not get acknowledged, um, you know, every week or in person. And, and, you know, it's just, um, you know, between my, my girlfriend, the driver and myself, uh, you know, we're just thankful for all the, all the support we've had. And, um, you know, and I've, I've had a lot of support during the transition going from driver to crew chief and owners. So it's, um, you know, I, I just, I can't thank everybody for the support. So. That's awesome. Uh, well, Morgan, we want to thank you for coming on. We wish you, uh, you and your team all the best in 2021. Um, before we let you go, where can people find you on social media to uh, uh, hit you guys up? Well, you can hit our uh, Facebook um, racing page. It's Morgan Option Racing. Uh, Instagram page is Morgan Robson Racing 9, if I'm correct. Um, I think so. <laughs> and I can always send you the, the links and you can always post them on the. Absolutely. Other- I will be doing that for sure. Um, but I think it's Morgan option racing nine is our Instagram page. So awesome. Well, Morgan, once again, we want to wish you all the best in 2021. Thank you for coming on and joining us on the true North racing podcast this week. Well, thank you for having me. Well, you have yourself a great night now, eh? You too as well, buddy. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, you guys, that was our interview with Morgan Robson jr. We, as always, we want to thank our guests for jumping on with us. And it's uh, always a pleasure to uh, um, to chat with uh, uh, anyone in the sport, crew chief, spotters, drivers, anyone, doesn't matter who, uh, even uh, um, club presidents. Um, guys, we, we it's it's always a blast chatting with you guys and getting to know you guys and getting kind of your story out there. Um, next week on the program, we, ha- we will have a Caitlin Wallace joining us. 
if you don't know who Kaylin is, she runs the mini stock down at uh, uh, the 45 Ford mini, mini stock down at um, uh, Flamborough Speedway. Um, I think it was 45 or 46. I'm probably, probably messing up my numbers here, and I'm kind of feeling like an idiot now. But anyways, we have Kaylin Wallace joining us. Um, we're going to talk to her about her 2021 plans. Of course, we're going to talk to how she got into racing and kind of what how her offseason is going. Um, yeah, so guys, uh, as always... Um, make sure you guys check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Jomo Media. Um, merch, we got a merch link in the bio on Instagram, on Facebook. Guys, check it out. Um, we even have breaking news. I've already announced this kind of, uh, uh, if you, if you don't follow me on social media, that's fine. We now have True North Racing, uh, podcast apparel. We have Jomo Media Apparel, and we now have True North Racing Podcast Apparel. So get both of them, guys. Support us, um, and we're going to bring better content with um, with kind of the money we get back from it. Just as a heads up, I don't I don't plan to pocket it. I, I'm putting the money right back into this program of mine. Um, uh, merch link will be in the bio, will be in the description. Um, yeah, guys. Hope you guys have a heck of a night, heck of a day, heck of a week. Um, yeah, we'll catch you guys all next week. Once again, my name is John Morrison. You guys are listening to the True North Racing Podcast brought to you by Jomo Media and Promotions. See you guys next week.